Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. Okay, now we're recording. Now it's worth saying. Oh, doctor. How you doing? Never better, Chris. Okay. Sound, you sound good. Thank you. Sound great. Sound wonderful. I mean, I feel like I sound better than I did last week. Oh, you do. You have an actual voice this week. Yeah. Uh, is your kid asleep? Is he asleep? Here you go. Say hi. There he is. There he is. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, my God. Say hello, America. <sighs> but Sarah's here this last time. Last week was the worst episode we've ever done. No, that's that's not true. Yeah, it is. That is not true at all. I edited it. I cut out 30 minutes. We have definitely... Just because you cut out 30 minutes of bad stuff doesn't mean it's the worst episode we've ever done. It's really rough, man. Because I can't talk. No one can hear you because your kid's screaming or on a trampoline in the background or he's messing with the microphone. So like even when it's silent, it's like it's rough. I'm not saying that it's not rough. I'm just saying I've heard us record other episodes. We've done some real crap is what I'm trying to get. Why at. is he up this time? Why isn't he up? Why, why can't he be up? You're up. How about that? He's he's leaving soon. All right. Anyway, what's going on with you? Oh, man. Yeah. Feeling a lot better. Good. My kid peed his pants today. Okay. Okay. I peed my pants today. Yeah. Okay. Watched Madam Web twice. Uh, those things have to be linked. Yeah. You watched Madam Web twice today? I watched it once today. Okay. And six times, yes. No. <laughs> and, and once on Sunday, I think, or Saturday. Who can remember? Yeah. Who knows days? My gosh. Who can keep track? Did I tell you about the biggest loser competition that my office is doing? Oh, wait. I think you have mentioned. Not on Mike. When really, we're all losers. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, so explain this, because I think you told me about this, but not on the microphone. So Yeah. So my, my company is supporting, though not officially putting on, mm-hmm. A uh, like biggest loser competition where everyone, anyone in the office who would like to, is trying to get in shape and lose By weight. By the way, but just for for Paramount Global, who is very litigious, uh, it is a biggest loser esque contest. Oh, sure. and not yeah. a I don't want to get into a licensing issue. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, um, they'll literally sue the pants off. Yeah, it's a great joke. So there's a number of prizes. First place gets three hundred dollars. It's pretty good. Second place gets a donut. No, <laughs> second place gets. gets I think like one hundred fifty. Three hundred dollars. That could buy a lot of food. It could. Yeah. Third place, I think, gets like fifty bucks or something. And then there's a bunch of other ones that are like the the, the person who gains the most weight wins twenty five. Bucks. Well, that's just simple, though. It is. Like, I would just, I'm like, just well, go for I that. mean, 300 bucks is nice, but like, that's a lot of effort. Yeah. I'm like, or I get f- basically free money. So hang on. It's $20 to enter. Okay. So you get five bucks. You get five. So, but five, okay. But think of it this way. All right. Again, I'm just going from my, from the way that I, so I'm a, I'm a fairly healthy eater, but. It, fairly healthy eating is also fairly costly. Yeah. So to gain more weight, I could just spend less money. And then you would save money. Worse food and I would save money. It'd be like winning. And get five bucks. So essentially, if I save $295 by eating junk food. Yeah. I am in first place. Yeah, that's true. And I and I You're did the real a winner. lot less effort. <laughs> real winner here. Yeah. They're the biggest loser. Yeah, that's right. But one of them, one of the prizes... Is whoever can lose five percent of their body mass first yeah. gets, I think, twenty five bucks. 
And I did the math and mine is like 10 pounds. Okay. It's 5%. Okay. And I already, I lose weight very quickly and I haven't been working out. So I was like, oh, I'll just start running and it'll shed itself off. Right. And also. I had a heart attack from running. No. Oh, no. Before I weighed in for the first time to get my initial weight, I drank eight pounds of water. Yep. That's a good idea. So I I weighed so you're in at, the system here is what yeah, you're doing. I weighed in at two sixteen point eight, and when I got home, I weighed two oh seven. Yes. Okay. Great. So I already lost my ten pounds, my five percent in one day. Leave it to you <laughs> to take a contest done with genuine intentions yeah. of helping people and getting people healthier. No, fuck that. And- Losing weight is not inherently good for you. It's not inherently healthy. A lot of the people who signed on to this are already at like a healthy weight. Uh-huh. And and also, if you lift weights, you gain, gain weight because muscle is heavier Cause cause, than yeah, fat. Yeah, because muscle yeah. weighs more than yeah. fat. So like, yeah. it's not, don't give me that shit about it, about getting in shape and being healthy. That's <laughs> not what it's fucking about. It is about fitting better in, as a cog in the system that wants to see skinny, gaunt faces throughout the U.S. Yeah. I, I, I Fuck this place. I prefer to see it. Okay. I know you do. Misogynist. They're, they're, I didn't say it had to be a woman. Yeah, but what? you were thinking it. Well, what I was thinking is none of your business. All right. <laughs> it's between me and the Apple Vision Pro that has put a chip in my head or something. I don't know. Whatever the thing it does. I don't like it and I don't need it. All right. Yeah. I got to go to work in the morning tomorrow too. get up at six. I do too. I have to go to your work tomorrow to, <laughs> to weigh in. Yeah, I'm gonna weigh in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try, I'm I'm drinking three gallons of water tonight. I can't wait. I actually am going to weigh in. I am I'm, I'm going in to get my five percent. I know in. this isn't what they do, but in my mind, the weigh in is like every UFC fight you've ever seen. Yeah, a little bit. Where it's like the crazy, like everybody's like photographers go in and yeah, yeah. Is that what they do? I mean, I take pictures of everyone who weighs. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy who did it is the head of HR as well. And he was like, all right, everybody, you know, one layer, don't wear your coat, you know, for extra weight or whatever. And I was like, he was like one layer of clothing. And I was like, you want me to take my pants off? I This is very... <laughs> And I think I said this before when you first described it. The fact that the guy who's in charge of HR is, in, is doing this. Yeah. I was like... This is really putting it on the line for him. Like, this is really risky. I got it. Hats off to this guy because he's just like, I don't care if I get fired. He's going for it. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, I think he's trying to get fired. He's like, what's the best way I can. Aren't we all? Well, that's true. That's a fair point. That's fair. Plus, once you finally win that 300 bucks, you could cash out, baby. Yeah. I can't wait to win the 25 for gaining the most weight. (laughs) I'm surprised that you have not figured out a way to game the system into winning both of those. Oh, I probably could. You probably could. If you're doing the water weight thing, you definitely could. Yeah. To lose the most weight and then gain the most weight. Yeah. They'd probably make me choose one, but I'd know I won both. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. You choose the 25 bucks just, but then every time the person who got principle. the 300. Yeah. You see them, you just look them in the eye in a way of, of just letting them know. We that know you who know won. That, yeah. We know who the true winner is. We know who the biggest loser in this is. Oh, it's always me. Oh, yeah.
Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news on the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and finally put your kid to bed. My name is Chris Trebo. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunsay. Hello, Andrew. By the way, I also just want to point out, I made some slightly dramatic pauses in that, and it wasn't to break up my cadence. It's because in the moment... I forgot what the intro was. Yeah. Continue. We've been there. Uh, Part of me was thinking, I wonder what they would do if I lost an arm or a leg. Oh, yeah. In the middle of the contest. Yeah, because I would definitely win. Yeah. Just you'd get the sympathy vote. Because I'd lose like 50 pounds overnight. Andrew. Oh, my God. Are we doing this? The time has come. Madam Webb. Oh, I like how I'm not God. even putting a pretense on how we feel about this. No. You like that? Like, this is this type of movie that we're just going to, we're just going to. There's a reviewer named Heavy Spoilers. Yeah. Who's, uh, he's this British guy. He's great, very famous, and does a lot of really good work. His review of Madam Webb, everyone should go check it out, if only for the last, like, five or six minutes of it. I think he has a stroke. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a, you want to, you want to kick us off here? Chris. That the whole thing? Chris, Madam Web opened on Valentine's Day, which some people might find confusing, baffling, bewildering, perplexing, mystifying, stupefying, inexplicable, etc. But not me. I think it makes perfect sense because Madam Web and Valentine's Day both make me want to let the oven run for a few hours and then light a match. But Chris, <laughs> what did you think of Madam Web? Oh my gosh, this happened. Yeah, this is wow. This is something. This is something else. I have else. so many notes. I have notes. I, I definitely have notes. So here's the thing. We're going to go. I mean, do we go spoilers and or non-spoilers and then spoilers? What do you want to do with this? Before thing? we go into spoilers, I've written here. I'd rather take a long drive in my garage with the door closed than watch this movie again. Yeah, the, uh, as well. Me is that as well. is that consensus? That's pretty consensus. A consensus? Consensual? That's consensual. <laughs> this Watching this was not Nothing consensual. Nothing about this movie was no, consensual. My it God. was all forced upon me. Holy Christ. I'll tell you what. Before we get into this. I feel like sometimes we launch into these reviews and like don't actually sum up the plot for some people who have not uh, seen the movie. So I actually, if you give me a second, I actually wrote down a plot summary for this movie that we can intro to this. So um, here we go. OK, so for those of you who have not seen Madam Webb in this movie, Dakota Johnson plays a character named Cynthia Webb because get it, Cassie. Who gives a shit? Don't just let me do it, okay? Who gives a flying fuck? Her last name is Webb, okay? Because yeah. Webb, because you know, get it, get it. She's a foster kid, and if uh, you ever forget that she's a foster kid, don't worry because in about two scenes she's gonna find a ham-fisted way to bring it up in a conversation again. Uh, her mother died in childbirth, and that makes her jaded because she knows that her mother never actually wanted her, as evidenced by all of the time that they spent together. <laughs> her hobbies include hating hobbies, and she's the life of every party, as long as that party is also full of people who have never interacted with anyone from the human race before. Yeah. So in this movie, she gets roped into abducting three 20-something-year-old teenagers, <laughs> After they're almost killed by a man dressed in Sony's test balloon attempt for a Miles Morales costume. Turns out they're all linked by something. That something being the thinnest possible reasons for three people to have a connection. But for some reason, everyone just goes, I guess I'll stick around for this. All of them must survive until the end of the movie. And anyone who does gets to move on in their career to starring with Glenn Powell in his next movie. Twisters? 
This sweet baby Jesus. This was, I gotta, I, where are my notes? I gotta find my notes. This entire movie feels like it was written by AI. That is fairly accurate. Yeah. That is, yeah. It feels like it was written by ChatGPT. I can, okay. There's any number of things that I can say about this. Let me start with the shortest list possible. And that's the things that I liked. <laughs> All right. And it's literally, I actually, I will surprise you. I have one. I have one thing. Okay. The the director, I think it's S.J. Clarkson is yes. her name, right? Yeah. She's from TV. I've seen, I think she did a lot of Game of Thrones. I've seen her. her She's name. done oh, some good stuff. Jessica Jones. Wasn't she Jessica, Jessica Jones? Jessica Jones, The Defenders. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So um, she does do, the, the camera movement in this is really good. Like she does a really good, like in and out of scenes like it kind of launches like you have a cool like transition into or out of a scene through connected through some sort of action the movement in this they keep things moving she does some really interesting camera shots and camera movement and i was and and so there was a moment brief moments in this where i was like oh my god i can see someone trying do you know what i mean like i can see someone yeah. trying and it's the only thing like you're right like this sat this movie feels like a movie written by AI and then everything else it felt like everyone was like well I mean I guess we'll just go along with what this script is it was like like no one went it felt like nobody went let's let's do a second or a third draft of this before we go into this 12th or 13th or 14th yeah it just felt like everyone was like handcuffed to the first draft or something and did the best that they could. Well, interesting, too, is because what seems to be the thing that actually happened is the opposite, which is that it went through too many rewrites. Yes, I know. I like how my one compliment also turned into an insult as well. But anyway, (laughs) here's one. Here's the other one. And this isn't really something that I liked, but something that I should have liked. And this is the only kind of not redeeming, but like. Most times when we watch movies like this and they're really bad, I've said this before, I get frustrated because I'm like, because the potential was there. It was like, it's this close to being there. This is not even close. It's not even by whole football fields, like not even close. Yeah. And there was, but there was one thing that I kept thinking where I'm like, you missed the mark on this and this could have made this a lot better. Dakota Johnson in this movie has the charisma of cardboard. Man. But here's the thing. I've seen, I think, and I think this is not, this is also indicative of like, I mean, I haven't seen her in a lot, but, but, and like every movie that I know that she's been in, I think that they are misusing her. I think that Hollywood is misusing her. She is, I've seen her in interviews. I've seen her on SNL. She is, she can actually be pretty funny. Yeah. She is a very, very, very dry wit. I agree. Like very dry. If you've yeah, if you've ever seen her, she's very dry and very kind of like sharp with her wit. I think she's actually very similar in personality to Kristen Ritter, speaking of Jessica Jones. Fair enough. Yes, actually. Totally, totally see that. She would make a great Jessica Jones, actually. I'll just say, and I say this in the video that may or may not be up, we'll see, uh, about Madam Webb. There are a lot of similarities between those two characters, between right. Cassie and Jessica Jones. They both wear a leather coat. They both live in New York City. They both have long, dark hair. They both hate everything. Right. But the way it is executed 
comes off in this movie much more as apathetic yeah. rather than direct action. Yeah. This is just like they and this is what I mean. Like they could have made this. You could have made her character much more likable mm-hmm. if she was exactly the way that she's is in this. But she was able to be quippier almost charming you know, charming yeah funnier like that's honestly, a problem. i just watched this video on uh, i think it was the i think it was nerdstalgic which is another youtube channel right. they did a video on the tv series adaptation of ferris bueller's day off right and how they had recast everyone including ferris bueller right and they ran into a huge problem which was that when you're not matthew broderick and you're saying these lines you come off as an asshole yep yeah, there's something about yeah, and she's not she's not given something that like plays to her strengths. I think, and I think that, and like I said, I think this is true for. I think she got her big break in Fifty Shades of Grey, and then yes. everyone in Hollywood went, "Oh, she's that," so that's what she does now. And I think she also goes like, "Well, that's what I do." But it's funny. This is the big difference that they always say between a Marvel movie and a in association with Marvel movie is like, it's not as quippy and it takes itself too seriously. And I'm like, if Marvel had done this, they could have done this exact movie, but given it the kind of Marvel gloss over, this would have been, I don't know if it would have been great, but it would have been much better because at least the characters would have been charming. I would have wanted to hang out with them. You know, everybody in this is, you know, there, she hangs out with three teenagers who are the just basically the idea of what somebody thought a teenager was. Yeah. Slash is. I also think this movie would be significantly better if it if the main character was Julia Carpenter or as she's called in this Julia Cornwall for some reason. Right. Um, Spider Woman. Yeah. Sydney Sweeney. Who again, like you got one of the biggest stars, hottest stars right now. Yeah. Like, holy cow. You do nothing with her. Yeah. She looks, by the way, she also looks like she walked out as a backup dancer from the Hit Me Baby One More Time video. Yeah. For like no reason at all. It's not really, I'm not really sure. It's what because they need to make her look like a shy, closed off butterfly. Right, but that, but her dress is, and I'm not sounding like an old man by saying this, but like her dress is way higher than any actual Catholic school. They look like they got their her costume from Party City. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it really looks like that. I was like, this is crazy because also uh, here's the other problem is that Sydney Sweeney, they're all over 18. They're all adults, right? Yes. In fact, Sydney Sweeney is 26. One of them is 25. And I think the other one is 22. Right. So the the problem is that like (laughs) she they're all adults. So you can legally like give them sex appeal, which is one of the reasons you get Sydney Sweeney. But she's playing a teenager, which means you can't do that because that's gross. Yeah. But it looked like they tried to find something in the middle or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it we looked have like this one big... producer was like, you can't do that. And the other one was like, more legs, baby. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like so, it, there were two producers. One got in charge of what she was wearing on the top and one got in charge of what yeah. she was wearing on the bottom. Yeah. And the, yeah. And the pervy one got the bottom for some reason. They always it's do. It's just really. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but um, it's just. Wow. Yeah. This movie is just. Holy crap. I mean. You just here. I'll tell you what. I have several notes, but most of them are just 
just jaded insults that I just jotted down as I was watching the movie. So why don't we get into your notes and I'll just throw my insults in as, as I see opportunities. All right, then spoilers ahead. If uh, God forbid you haven't seen this movie and would like to. Yeah. Uh, first of all, God bless. It was nice knowing you. Um, the first note that I have is the tribe that saves Cassie is called Las Aranas, which is fitting because they're dressed in spirit Halloween non-licensed Ombre de Laraña costumes. <laughs> I thought they were nets the first time I saw them. Could be. I thought they got caught up in a net. Could be. Yeah. Ben Parker doesn't name his new girlfriend, but call Justin Timberlake because it's going to be May. The three girls are uh, the girls from Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, they just look shit. Just like I didn't them. even think of that. It's so weird. Yeah, did you see the graphic I have up on uh, on our our Patreon? I see video? it now. Yes, that. Oh my gosh, you're right. Holy cow! And before I get into any further notes, I want to say I have notes, but I want to address an issue that I think is indicative of the types of problems that this movie suffers from. They took the name Julia Carpenter and changed it to Julia Cornwall. And when you go to the Madam Web Wikipedia page and click on Julia Cornwall, it actually reroutes to the page for Julia Carpenter. I was just talking about this with someone else about Craven and how they changed his origin story. And if you're that laser focused on a character's origin or their last name, you're focused on the wrong fucking thing. Uh, When someone asks about the name or the origin, you as a filmmaker should respond with nobody gives a shit about that. If yeah, if you're that focused on it, then there should be a reason for it. What reason could there be to change her last name? Right. But what I'm saying is if it's that much, if there's a reasoning to it. There needs to be a reasoning to it and not just because there is no reasoning to it. Do you know what I mean? Like the only reason I could see for changing a character's last name is if it was created in the 1910s and the character's last name was Hitler. Right. But that's this is what I mean. It's like there's no reason behind it. I'm fine with you want to change something, change something. That's fine. It's your prerogative. It's your it's your property. And I get that. But if you're going to do it, because honestly, you're making more work for yourself by doing that. That's busy work because it's right there. That's one of the benefits. That's why they like doing these movies is that the IP is already there. It's the legwork is already done. It's already done. So then you're going to go back and do more legwork to undo the legwork just for what for what purpose? But even beyond that, what I'm getting at is that like in order to undo that legwork, that is time, effort and money that is being spent on something. Yes. There's like five dudes sitting around a room looking at the name Carpenter and being like, how can we improve this instead of being like, how can we fix this broken fucking story? Right. Probably because they realize they can't fix the broken story. So they're like, well, I could change this name that I could do that. Right. I can get that. All right. Done. Here we go. Ben says Cassie needs a doctor and she says, I don't need a doctor. I trust you. If you actually trusted him, you'd listen to his advice. Oh, by the way, I just want to say all of these are. I didn't want to point out, point out every single flaw in this story, because if I did, we'd be here for that longer than the too, movie. That takes. Taken too long. So what yeah. I am doing, I watched a ton of reviews on the movie. Yeah, um, I watched a ton of YouTube reviews. And so I'm only going to list things that I noticed and thought of that I have not seen in any other review for this film. All right. So that's one of them, which is just like, wow. Yeah, I know. It's weird, right? That like he says, you need a doctor. And she says, I don't need a doctor. I trust you. And it's like you would go to a doctor if you trusted him. Right. Cassie is seen watching a Christmas carol in fucking summer for some reason. That's yes. When she should have been watching a Christmas story, because at least then she would have gotten the message that projectiles will shoot your eye out. 
NEGA Spider-Man sees police arresting Cassie, who, I'll remind you, is the only thing standing between him and killing the three girls he's trying to kill, and then he attacks the police officers. And in fact, a similar thing happened in the beginning when Ezekiel asked Cassie's mom if she needs to rest. Like, she's like, ooh, ah, and he's like, maybe you should rest and stop searching for the spider I'm trying to get you to look for so I can steal it. And if your goal is to get the spider, and you don't care how many people you have to murder in the process, then you should encourage her to keep looking. Basic goals and obstacles. It's like a fundamental thing in story writing yeah you're right like why just let them arrest her like and then they go into a jail cell and then you show up and then you're like kids are free and now i'm in a and now it's it's just in a room yeah well also no also she's in jail all right kids go back home to your parents yeah we got her and then they're out but let them or even wait a half a beat while they're putting handcuffs on her. So then they're like, oh, that one woman who can actually do something against me has literally her hands behind her back. Right. And now I'll just walk up and kill these three girls because no one can stop. Also, them. if you can kick one of the police officers onto the tracks or choke one out or whatever, why not just do it to the girls? Well, yeah, why they're not? They're all right there. Just pick them and ignore the cops. Yeah. Whatever. Also, for a moment, it seemed like no one could see him, right? It did. Yes. Th- didn't that yes. seem like? Am I the only one seeing this? Is what someone says, and right. it cuts over, and, and they, no one notices a man climbing on the ceiling. And literally, they say they don't see him. And then everyone was like, "What's that?" I was like, "What the?" F- yeah, very strange. What? Um, I think Ezekiel Sims is just upset because whenever he introduces himself to someone in 2003, they respond with, "Oh, cool, like the game." Yeah, I put here, just go to the police. Just go to the police. They think you kidnapped three girls. You didn't. Sure. Why does that plot line just disappear? Well, it's kind of like it's almost like the Terminator thing. Like, just go to the cops. Just go to the cops. And then you're in a co- and then you're in a police station. Yes. And that when also you want- gives you a reason. So, like, you're in a police station. You think everything's fine. And then we see Nega Spider-Man show up and just obliterate an entire police station. That'd be amazing. And then we have reason to later when he shows up, be like, oh, fuck, it's going to go down now. But at this point, it's like it's a guy who kind of crawls and he's kind of strong. Yeah. Just go into a, just be like, yeah, yeah, no, I did abduct these three. And then the three. Well, no, no. Go to a jail. police station and the three girls can be like, this woman didn't abduct us. And in fact, there's a guy trying to kill us. She's trying to save us. No, but that's what I mean. Let them arrest her. Take them all the way to the police station. And then the three three girls show well, but even after like, they get out and they're in the cab and she instead lures them out into the middle of the woods, which we'll get to. But like, just go to the police and explain everything. Also, I've been in cabs. That thing couldn't make it into the woods. There's no way <laughs> that thing's busted somewhere. Yeah. Like, there's no way. No way in hell. All right. By the way, can I just go go back yes. a second? When she's watching uh, Christmas Carol in the middle of the summer, which I was like, what? <laughs> Is this on cable? Yeah, are you watching this? this? What are you watching Why? this for? Wait, do you like this? Is yeah. this what you're is into? Is this your favorite movie? Is this the one? Uh, do you have? Is this your only aspect of any sort of personality ever? Yeah. Or is this your attempt at getting a personality and you think this gives you character of some kind? Anyway, she opens the window. I oh, Man, I wanted that bird to smack her right in the face. <laughs> it almost did. Didn't it? What? Because it hit that window hard. Also, clean your apartment Fucking deep scrub it your entire apartment after hard, that, didn't it? Man, it smacked yeah. into yeah. that thing. Wouldn't it be great if, like, the sequel to this? Maybe that's why she's in a wheelchair. She caught some horrible disease from for, a bird. For that bird, for that bird smacking her in the face. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. That's how she got blinded. I, li- I literally was gonna. I was laughing. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna happen." And then it didn't. I was like, "What a cop out! This is bullshit." Breaks her nose. Uh, I put yours well. Every line in this movie is character description, subtext, or exposition spoken. 
And I wrote, quote, you're so impulsive and entitled and you don't listen is one of the lines she says to the kids after they are impulsive and entitled and don't don't listen listen to her. Yeah. Yeah. In case you didn't get it. The bird scene is actually a perfect indicator of that, because like she opens the, the window and and the bird flies in. And the next line, the last line in that scene is her saying, I guess you didn't die. I like the answering machine message from Ben. Where it's like, yes. Hey, it's me. Ben. Wait, no, we got it. No, we got it. It was such a clear indication to the audience of like, hey, we had some like normal person sounding dialogue. And then we got scared that people wouldn't recognize the voice of Adam Scott, (laughs) an actor who who you have at least seen in one thing, whether it's Parks and Rec or Party Down or severance or whatever like and frankly just, I, i'm gonna level with you i don't think i've seen him in anything i know who he is just because you know we're right tapped into that world but i think you'll remember him just because he's the only charm in this movie yeah 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 hey it's the other character that we've spent the most amount of time with in the movie so far ben i i wrote here they're in a hurry to figure every time out- we get on i'm gonna say hey it's me <laughs> Chris. Hi, it's Every Chris. Single time it's to me, you. Chris. It's me, Chris. They're in a hurry to figure out what's going on, so three children let a stranger drop them in a remote forest in Jersey, and then three New Yorkers, four New Yorkers, take the time to build a fire in the middle of the goddamn day in the fucking summer and then when they leave they don't put it out what a bunch of asshats it's so wild to me that like it just cuts there and three children who were born and raised in a big in the biggest city in the country and a woman who was born and raised in the biggest city in the country have built a fire. I couldn't even do it. I couldn't. And I, was, I, I didn't grow up here. That's what I'm saying. I grew up around wilderness. And then they burn the entire forest fucking down. Well, yeah. Uh, I wrote here, the best actor in this is Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a fun thing that I have not seen a single person mention. Cassie killed her boss. If she had just let him drive off, he would have missed the truck and survived. Yes, I have that, too. That was my first note. That was the point that I went. I got to take some notes on this. <laughs> yeah. If you hadn't talked to him, that ambulance would have passed right by that truck, bitch. Yeah. Like right by it. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Oh, this is a big point. This film is hella racist. I've written here. Peru looks desolate and destitute. Everything is dirty and broken. She has a Peruvian spirit guide. Why can't the spider people go get him? They cursed him. Uh, And then I wrote, they don't like. And then I just stopped writing. (laughs) Okay. So can I just point out about that? Because I was, I, it took her mom a team of people and years to find that spot where yeah. the spider was. It took her Maybe. 45 minutes hey, in a bus this, ride. Hang on. This is plot armor. Yeah. And there's a lot of that that I'm going to do. There's some stuff that I I can. There are plot holes in this movie. Yes. That I think can be explained. Okay. It is possible that the location of the place where she last was is written in her journal. However, you just mentioned, and this is and this logic plays into this point, that four New Yorkers started a fire in the middle of the woods on their own, right? That woman could look at that journal and still not know where the hell she's going. Yeah, like, that's true. I was, you know, it's funny. I was literally about City? to say, maybe it had latitude and longitude in it. You can just punk that. Matter. Hang on. I was going to say, you can just plunk that into Google Maps. <laughs> 
But not in 2003. No, not in 2003. Okay. Also, that journal is fascinating. Okay. She goes into the trunk. She starts looking through it and she's naming off like what each journal entry is. And it's like, I love (laughs) it was like, I appreciate that the journal has peptides on page 17. Mystical spider people. Page 18. (laughs) Like the next page is just like peptides. Oh, mystical spider people. Here we are. What? And she just breezes into it like, oh, yeah, this is the logical next step to this. What do you at no point did he go? Did she go? Maybe my mom was fucking nuts. Jesus. Uh, The end of the thought that I'd started to write is they clearly don't like that Ezekiel took the spider from them because they curse him. Right. I guess. Right. So, like, go get it. This is what I'm saying. Why didn't they stop him in the first place? Why he goes running off because they even say stuff. They the way that they lay out who the spider people are are like these mystical people who protect the forest and the spider and whatever. So fucking racist. But then he grabs the thing and runs. They can apparently run through the trees at super super fast. Yeah. Go get that. It wasn't if you're that fat, like they pick her up and whip, whip her through the trees. Yeah. Like Twilight. It's crazy. It's twilight. Running. And it's, yeah. So I'm like, I saw how fast I'm like, it's not even a choice. Like you don't have to. It's not like it was like we can either save this woman or stop that man. No, you can definitely do. There's 40 of you, first of all. Also, since we're talking about that scene now, I didn't want to mention this, but I feel like I have to because this is something I've heard from a couple of different reviewers. How'd they fucking get that baby back to the States? FedEx it? Also, I don't want to be this guy. Okay, but she's like ready to pop. She's like eight and a half to nine months pregnant. Like she's she's pregnant. As someone who has impregnated many people, okay, I can attest that there is no way that you can travel at that time. You are not allowed to take a plane. And you could be like, what a blah, 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 charter plane. It was 2003, and I know that was a long time ago. It wasn't long enough ago. It was the 70s. Oh, fuck, it was the 70s. You could fly then. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the other thing, though, is I I wonder if the reason she had that horrible, uncurable disease is because her mom was on planes where people kept smoking. Also, how does that never come up in a doctor's appointment ever in your entire life? They can see shit like that. I know that, like, you were cured of it because of a mystical spider or something. But, but like, you would be cured of it because the... antibodies would be in your system right it would be like like, the same way you can test if someone has had covid before exactly yeah they would look at this and be like oh interesting you had this crazy disease and now you don't and she'd be like i'm sorry what when did this like would have been would have known this like for years now all right let me get through this yeah we're almost at the end so the guy says uh you didn't get the gift of the greater physical strength but then later she stops a rocket like a fire, a firework that blew a hole in a brick wall. She picks up a little piece of metal and stops it. Yep. Yep. When you take. Oh, I wrote that. I had to write this down. This is obviously something that I've seen in all of the reviews, but I just had to write this quote down. When you take on the responsibility. Oh, Jesus. Great power will come. Oh, my it God. sounds like a line from a Marvel parody sketch or like a porn parody. Or Jesus. It's. I, you know what? That wasn't weirdly enough. That wasn't the most egregious thing. In some ways, the most egregious egregious thing is that it didn't it didn't come back. Yeah, because I know what you're doing. Yes. It's very obvious what you're doing. She's friends with Ben Parker. Mm-hmm. She never says that to him. Yeah. And as horrible as that line is. Yeah. If you're going to do that, if you're going to it's Chekhov's egregiously bad dialogue. Yeah. Like 
You gotta have her say it to him. You just have yeah, to do it. I don't know, though. I disagree because then that's what he would say. I mean, I would I would do the actual he quote could, then. R- no, but here's the thing. I understand. Like, but then he says it years and years down the line. So uh, no, I but sp- I don't like that then because then it's like, oh, the thing he said to Spider-Man is something he fucking forgot. No, he like, just paraphrased it into his own. I think it's better. Way. I know. I hear you. But for, there's okay. So here are my main thoughts about this. One is. I agree with you that it needs to happen again down the line. Like, there's no payoff for that line. Right. It, there needs to be a moment where, I don't know, if she's like... Or she changes Hang it. on, hang on. There needs to be a moment where she sees the kids are gone, and then she's like, well, it's not my problem now. Yeah. I, I tried. Done and done. Dust off my hands. All done. And then she sits for a minute. She remembers the line. And then she thinks, fuck, I got to go and do this, you know, or whatever. Right. right. She needs to change as a character. Right. Right. She needs to own up to that. We need to see that physical change. But additionally, it's a horrible line because with great. Re- what is it? Hang on. Nope, fucking. It's when you bad. take on the responsibility, great power will come. That means that if you want great power. Be responsible and power will come to you, yeah. which means the only reason to be a responsible human being is if you desire a large amount of power. So like right out of the gate, that's why I do it. This is a horrible, horrible thing to tell someone. It's true. Uh, so like if you're going to do it the way you're talking about, I think it just needs to be the original line with. Hey, you've been given yeah. great power, Cassie Webb, and just know that with great power comes great responsibility. She can say it to Ben and then we can still have that moment where she's like, well, it's out of my out of my hands. I tried it. And then she's like, right. You know, I do have this ability and I really need to use it in a way that is responsible and helpful. Right. It's a horrible fucking line. So dumb. Really bad line. Ben Parker says, but the baby isn't due for four weeks. You mean a fucking month? Talk like a goddamn human. Nobody in this movie talks like a human. Also, that's not the craziest amount of time to get, go into labor. It that's is. Not. But when you're trying to do in the middle of something, I could see him being like, what? But you're not due for another month, especially if he's never had a kid. You know, he doesn't know right. how it works. M- Melinda's- yeah, but, hey, but he's he's a parent. Also, he starts to kind of free- and I'm like, he's a paramedic. That's true. Like, uh, when he was That's like, oh, what the, oh, da, da. I'm like, motherfucker. But like, also, but to be fair, he might not be on that side of things. Like he just gets the woman who's having a baby. Right, but. That's the exact moment he does get on that side of things. Do you know what I mean? Like everything else, the other, the other eight months of is when he's not involved in this process. Yeah. The moment her water breaks, he sh- he can easily be like, "Oh shit, I know exactly what to do now." Well, yeah, this true. is this is where I literally eat dinner. To okay? be fair, like uh, it's smart of him that he knows not to call an ambulance because he drives one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, that's the other thing. He was like, oh, the ambulance isn't coming. I was like, you drive one. Like, you couldn't put in a... Co- like, I, listen, uh, you know, and it. I, I, my my mother is a nurse. I, she works in the medical field, and this is what happens in, in the medical field. And um, I'm totally fine with it, mainly because I benefit from it. But, like, when you're in... When you call the hospital that you work at, guess what? Shit happens for you. You know what I mean? Like, yes. he was she like, She calls hey, in a helicopter. Yeah. Yeah, my sister is Ben. Hey, <laughs> hey, Dolores, it's Ben. Yeah, she's having it right now. Yeah, they'll be over in ten. Great, thank you. That's what happens. That's what happens in real life. Yeah, they'll dump the they'll dump him on Fifty Seventh Street. Fantastic. I'll see you in a few. That's what happens. Okay, 
the the ambulance shows up. What the hell? Yeah. And uh, lastly, I wrote here no post credit scene, which is good because honestly, it would have ruined the movie for me. <laughs> that I yeah I okay. I have one more note that's more of a talking point that a discussion I want to have. But if you have other notes, yeah, I, here's a few. Okay, just a few different things. Uh, first of all, the Pepsi, the, the Pepsi. Wow, the. It's a good thing this movie took place in 2003 because the Pepsi integration into this movie is very early 2000s. Yeah. The product placement in this is so heavy handed. Yeah. Also, did they do a product placement? It looked like this. Did they do a product placement for Beyonce's Dangerous in Love album? Because it fully looked like it. I don't know. She pulls into a parking lot and there is a giant poster of Beyonce's Dangerous in Love, which at first glance looks like it's just like happens to be there. But the kid camera specifically does a movement where it pans up to the album cover on the wall and i was like that where is this album it is she pulls into the parking lot oh she's is going it the motel no it's at her apartment building oh. it's when she's like when she breaks oh, in it's after she leaves the leaves the three of them the tweens yeah i'll call them and she breaks in the in. woods and she's like, she I'll breaks be into back the back. in. Yes. And she's like, I'll be back in three hours. Which is just <laughs> fucking ridiculous. I'll be back. Just, I was watching this and none of the, and they at least were like, you're going to be back in three. You're going to leave us in the woods. I know. But I was like, it ended in such a way of them just going like, all right, fine, I guess. That I was like, no, yeah. none of this makes sense. But no. she, when she's like, I'll be back. Hey, I'll be back in three hours just to hang out in the woods alone. Just three young girls, one of which looks like a Britney Spears cover. Hang out in the woods where anyone might come by. This was about to turn into deliverance real quick. Especially if they lit a fire. That's signaling where you are. <laughs> she leaves and then she pulls into her apartment building to go up to the journal. And there's this there's the Beyonce Dangerous in Love album cover. Interesting. And it, I swear, maybe I'm imagining this, but it felt like she pulled in. It went like this. It went over to track her car. And then as it pulled in, there was no reason to go up. And it went up just slightly just to fit the whole album cover into the <laughs> shot. And I was like, are they plugging? Maybe the cameraman liked that album. I guess. I was like, are they plugging a 20-year-old album? I know Beyonce just dropped new music. Yeah. And I almost Googled, like, because I'm not I'm not part of the Beehive. I was like, is that her new album? And they right. somehow put it into this? No. Nah, and I missed it? Here's what happened. The cameraman panned over, and a producer next to him was like, how are they going to know what year it is unless you get that fucking poster in the shot? Do you know how much we fucking paid Beyonce (laughs) to use a 20 year old album cover? It's astronomical just to get that. We set the movie in 2003 because we couldn't even get her new music. This is all we could afford. I love that one of the radio DJs is like, man, this Britney Spears song. I think it's going to be a big hit. And it's like, Jesus. yeah, no shit. She's had like 12 big hits already. Jesus. All right. Oh, I know I said this in the plot summary, but I'm going to reiterate it again. Why would you think your mom didn't care about you? You never met her. Yeah. There's nothing that's a, it's a weird you, thing to just assume. Because what? Because she never mentions you in the journals about the spiders. Because <laughs> that's all the artifacts you seem to have. Because she never has anything about you in her. But it also looks like she's never read the journals. Right. She doesn't know what's in them. There's nothing in her memory box about her. And I'm like, you weren't born. Yeah. There's nothing to do. There's yeah. nothing to. Sh- all right. Maybe a, a, a an ultrasound photo or something. But like. 
There's not much you keepsakes you can have for an unborn child. Yeah, if you because it, it's her work stuff. Like yeah. if you had gone on my work computer at like during the time that my son was almost born, there's nothing about him in there. There's nothing. It's a pretty yeah. It goes. I don't know if she. Here's the thing. Again, apparently these two are paramedics, but never have encountered childbirth ever. But it's pretty binary. It goes no baby, <laughs> baby. There's not like an in-between or thing. Wow, what a lip. Okay? It's not like it's it's not like it's not like people start getting clothes for the for the embryo, okay? It's yeah. just not a thing. Like there's nothing there weren't booties for the eight month fetus. I don't know what to tell you, Especially dude. Especially like, in the seventies. You couldn't you weren't gonna have any keepsakes. I don't think That's, there were a whole lot of baby showers yeah. in the seventies. Okay, let's talk about that baby shower. All right, for it's a second. So awkward. She gives that pe- that blank piece of paper. <laughs> Fuck Stupid you. thing to do. You're a fucking bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I that's agree. a harsh thing. But wow, that you did that on purpose. You. You know you, what's funny though? Because I think that would have been a, an interesting choice to make if she tried to make it a joke. If she was a more charming person, she'd be like, "Oh yeah, I thought it was funny because my mom died mom before I or something." You know, but yeah. like. That's ridiculous. Or it wrote, wrote something down about not having a mom yeah. and tried to make it a joke. Like, just don't put in the piece of paper. What are you doing? Also, oh, come on. You must have some good memories with your mom. Just write down the box of memories that she left me. Also, no, uh, fuck that woman, too. I know what you were. Go- I know where you're yes, going. No. But you can also yes, just you put, can write down I have, the box the, of I have memories. one photo of her. Yes. What the yeah, the photo I have of her. Right. What the... Just... <laughs> I, this... She seems like she's never... It's like... I swear to God. Here's the, the other thing. Here's the problem with this movie. Here's why they couldn't put it in the MCU, okay? It's because this character is so befuddlingly stupid that... Everyone would assume that she's a scroll because everything she does seems to act like she's an alien just having landed on this planet and have not picked up social cues yet. Yeah. Okay, but to be fair, it's not just her. Everyone in that fucking baby shower acts like they've never known someone whose parent fucking died. That's what I'm saying. Fuck that woman too. Yeah. Because she's like, oh come on, you must have gee, she put a blank piece of paper. <laughs> Do the math. Okay, and I'm gonna level with you. I forgive that. I forgive that for the most part. It's a little weird, but like, fine, whatever. We move forward, right? It's after Cassie's like, well, my mom died before I was, or as I was born, or whatever she fucking says. And then the woman's like, okay. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Wow. Just like... You, I just, just like wow, way to be a bummer. Yeah, you brought it. You you pressed the issue, idiot. Yeah, I know. you stupid moron. Like, what are you doing? I cannot fathom how nobody in that room knows how to be like. All right, enough of the downer. Let's move on to something else, everybody. Let's keep the levels just up. Just like uh, as soon as she's like, my mom died. I mean, someone should have been like, wow, that sucks. Moving on. Yeah. Like just <laughs> yes. That's it. It just yeah. went, wow, that must have been hard. Okay, yeah. cool. New also, game. And I know I said I was not going to bring up any points that I've already seen already. And this is in every single review. Her future stuff happens like 12 times. And she already understands. This is after the bird thing happens. Yeah. And then she guesses the name wrong. 
And then she's like, we already did this. Keep it to your fucking self. You're having a stroke. Yes. Keep it to yourself. Wait, she doesn't want to go to the doctor. Right. And like find out if anything's wrong. But she's no problem just exhibiting stroke like symptoms to everyone <laughs> that she meets. Yeah. I just it's crazy. Also, uh, OK, just on the stupidity of the paramedics in this movie. <laughs> go. It's the end. I'm talking about the end. They're on the Pepsi side. They're crawling up the Pepsi side. Yeah. They called the, the helicopter. The chopper. The chopper. They, the chopper comes in. They're on the Pepsi side. They say there's no safe place to land. Go higher. No. No. That's not what they say. The chopper, no paramedic in their right mind would say, hey, people in danger, in order to get you off of this, put yourself in more danger. Yeah. No, they would say. In fact, you know what? Don't go up. Just jump. Just jump. (laughs) I'll hold my hand out. We'll catch you. Yeah. (laughs) I'll put a very sharp, rusty hook down on a rope. Jump for it. With any extremity that you feel that can Here's catch it. Here's a net. Don't worry. It's held on with zip ties. I put a bunch of rubber bands on a string. Yeah, some scotch tape. <laughs> I put a ball of duct tape on a rope. I'm lowering it down. Upon smacking yeah. the ball, your body should stick and we will lift you to say, what the fuck are you doing? Tell them to get down and walk the 40 oh, feet Christ. in the completely safe sidewalk that is right below them. And just go get them. Yeah. What? Go higher. Why does nobody try shooting the bad guy? They weren't cops, I guess. Right? There's no cops. Anybody. Just shoot them. Oh, em. just at, at any There's point. cops in the helicopter. I don't know. There's cops in the subway. Just shoot them. Yeah. Pull out your gun and shoot them. The first time he takes out a police officer, yeah. take out your gun. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just, the, the choices made by everyone in this movie. I will, okay, I will give it. I have one more I actually found. I, I unearthed it like a, like a mystical spider people journal entry. I found <laughs> one other compliment I can have. All right. The ambulance thing was cool. Oh, that yeah. Was, the defibrillator. No. Oh, oh, no. That was cool, too. Yeah. yeah. No. The, the shot of them. The, he's like, what's that? And it's Ezekiel. And then the ambulance comes through the brick wall. At can him. I ruin that scene for you? Go for it. If Ezekiel didn't jump into the ambulance, it would have gone right over him. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yes. So why Just did the, that happen? No, I, no, no, no. That, I understand what you're saying. It doesn't ruin it for me because I'm so used to everything in this movie being absolutely illogical. It doesn't sure, even matter. Whatever. I just meant like I was genuinely when they went, what's that? And I was like, what the hell are they? Oh, shit. The ambulance came through the wall like that. I was like, OK, you got me. The thing you meant for me to happen, which is me be surprised by an ambulance coming through the wall, actually happened. You set something up and you pulled it off in the way it was supposed to. So I guess really that's the best thing I could say. There were there was one time where they pulled off a thing that they tried to do. And that was and it was that. I think the train sequence is okay. Oh, when he's uh when the, she's going through the visions and it's snapping everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah choking, that's not too he's bad. choking all of yeah. them and whatever. How come he's barefoot? He's rich. They're weird. I'll let you in on a secret. Yeah. It's because Ezekiel Sims in the comics, who is not a villain by the way, okay. uh, is barefoot because he gets his spider powers through like a weird sorcery thing. It doesn't yeah. matter. But he can only attach himself to walls through his skin. Oh. So like he can't wear like a Spider-Man outfit or whatever. Interesting. That's cool. 
Hey, here's a question for the very end of the movie. Mm. Does going blind get you a new apartment? Does that buy you a new apartment? Because apparently it does. Well, what does Ezekiel Sims do that he's in such a fucking amazing... Maybe they took his apartment. <laughs> they just take his apartment? I guess. <laughs> I guess. Also, I like how he's like, I have this dream every night. <laughs> I have this dream every night. And I'm going to kill these people. And now with this NSA technology... Yeah. I know what they, I can find out what they look like. And they pull it up and they go, now I've DH'd it 10 years. I don't and know why. removed their masks. I don't know why. You don't know who these people are. So you don't know if oh, you yeah. should. Oh yeah, you don't know how long it's going to be. How long they should. Yeah. Could Do be you 20 know years. Is there a date? He's like, in my dream, I always pick up a newspaper. newspaper yeah. <laughs> with a date on it. But they're like, they just take off 10 years and then they take off 10 years and they look exactly the fucking same. They have different hair. They look exactly the same. They're the same people. Also, though, this NSA technology looks at your dreams. Yep. Sees what you're dreaming. Yeah. Removes masks from faces. Yes. And then de-ages the faces. And then also taps into every single camera in the entire fucking world. In its defense, I believe that that is what the NSA is doing to me right My now. My God. So in I 2003. Will, I think they've been doing it for a long time. When we had Windows XP. True. I, oh, I would have given anything for a screensaver to, to just pop up at one point. Would have been great. Yeah. Would have been awesome. Yeah. Where is that apartment? What is her apartment? What is that? I don't know. Why is she in a wheelchair? Fuck, I didn't even think of that. That's in other reviews as well, so I didn't want to bring it up. But like, she gets shot in the eye with a firework. She's not, yeah, she can totally walk. You're right. Oh, my God. <laughs> God, this movie sucks so bad. I can't they also even say like, they're like, hey, you left your mail. You left your junk mail on the thing again. How can she tell which one's which? Why is she going down to get her mail? She's in a wheelchair. Why does nobody bring her mail up? Yeah. She should have been like, oh, really? I'm blind. You can go now. <laughs> Cassie, that wasn't junk mail. That was uh, that was the red bill. <laughs> that was my paycheck. Yeah, that's right. It's how I can afford this beautiful new apartment since I've been blinded and unable to work. Maybe she hang on. Okay, plot armor. Maybe Cassie is able to win the lottery. (laughs) I mean, I would you better be. Also, do they live with her now? It looks like it. It does. Right. Which is also questionable because as much as they don't have home lives, they definitely have parents. They are children. They do. One of them, them. her parents got deported. That's what happened. Yes. Okay. I went to the bathroom at that scene. <laughs> I don't blame you. I was at the bathroom. And then I came back and she was like, you know, being foster kid isn't that bad. And I was like, are you this again? Are you kidding right, me? We're, we're well into this. I want to bring up a small discussing point. <sighs> Not disgusting, but discussing. Okay. I just wrote here. What is the point of this? What is the point of all of this? The only sense I can make of this, and this is definitely giving Sony too much credit, but uh, the only sense I can make of this is that when Morbius slash the Vulture come to Madam Web and show her Spider-Man, she can say, whoa, I saw a guy who did stuff like that a long time ago and he was super evil and we have to stop this new guy. And then after she joins the Sinister Six, she finds out that it's Peter Parker and has a change of heart. That's all I can think. Yeah, I could see that. Or the only thing I was thinking is that because I, I was leaving feeling the same way of like, why? Why this story? Yeah, because they don't do any superheroing. No, at all. Except in dreams, except in dreams for about five minutes. Yeah, if that, which also sucks, because I got to say they look amazing. Yes, like their that's one of the reasons I look- said, like, imagine if this was a Spider Woman movie starring Sydney Sweeney as Julia Carpenter. Amazing. Anyway, um, 
is that I was like, oh, is this going to be, are they playing long game here? Are they playing like real long game? Where right? are they hoping that eventually they'll get Spider-Man back from well, Marvel? Just not only that, but like they're playing long game that these that they are like, this is like they're unbreakable, right? Yeah. The idea behind unbreakable was like you take the three act structure and make three movies out of it. Right. And it was like, is this they're unbreakable? And this is act one. And also this could that character can turn into like Sony's. I don't know. It, it leads into some sort of like Avengers like whatever and and Madam yeah, of course Web that's what they're trying Ma- to do. but what I'm yeah. saying is like Madam Web is at the center of all of the everything without having been yes. in this even without even being in the Sinister Six I think that's what their goal is is like hopefully because she can tap into multiverses right either they can get Tom Holland or they can get Andrew Garfield or Tom Holland will give up being Spider-Man and they can recast and get a new Spider-Man. Well, this was originally supposed to be in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Verse. Right. And then that didn't happen. I don't know. That baby looked a lot like Andrew Garfield. It had big hair. It might have been him. Can you imagine if he played the newborn? I can see that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know what their thinking was with this. Why do you make a superhero movie with like next to no superheroing? And and. I guess I should go back and say, you know, I don't need the tights and the capes. Yeah. If you give me a compelling story, like make this a genuine thriller, like this could have been really fucking scary. Yeah. That, you know, because you're right. Like that scene in the train of her having that vision of him coming up and like cracking those girls necks. That was horrifying. And I'm like, you could have done that the whole time. Like, this could have been great. Why not make his power? Because they make his power. They make both their powers just whatever. Yeah. Why not make him almost he's coming after them. But since he sees his future in a dream, since this is dream connected, he's almost a Freddy Krueger like character. Yeah. And so he can't kill them in their dreams. But one of the ways he can wear them down. Yeah. Is to fuck with them in their dreams. And you know what I mean? And scare the ever loving shit out of them. And then it creates chaos in the group as well, because then they, some of them are like, we got to keep going. And others are going to be like, it's pointless, man. He's in our dreams. And like, you could have done something real. This could have been horrifying. It's very lucky that they were all going to Poughkeepsie at the same time. <laughs> wow. Isn't that crazy? I know he orchestrated that, but also like, what? Like you have, I don't also. Why? You have, once you have their faces and you have this NSA technology, why do you have to orchestrate anything? What did he orchestrate? Do you know what I mean? He apparently, or I thought he, yeah, he meant, he said he orchestrated them all being at Grand Central at the same time. No, assist- I don't think so. Yeah, because he said, the, the assistant said, what are the chances that all of these people are there at the same time? And then he was standing outside Grand Central on the phone. I don't remember what he said next, but I thought he said something that kind of insinuated that he orchestrated all of them being there. No, he was. I mean, I'd have to go back and rewatch it, which I won't do. But I'm pretty sure he said it's not chance. It's fate or something like that. Oh, see, I maybe I just was interpreting him being. He, I heard it's not chance. And then I think I stopped right. listening because I was like, I don't. And you, yeah. And you turned it into a better movie. I, ju- I was like, it's not <laughs> chance. And I was like, fuck whatever the end of this line is, it's because chance. it's stupid. Yeah. It's not chance. It's whatever. It's yeah. also the bad ADR. My God. Yeah. Well, there's that. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Jesus. There's one scene in particular. It's horrible. Yeah, there's a couple. Where he's talking to his assistant. Yeah. I think it's when he when he's threatening her or something. And I'm like, yeah, there's one is- where he's talking to the lady he boned for no reason as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, really. Just kill her. Why don't you just do everything just by doing the black Spider-Man thing and killing everyone? Yeah. Like, just do that. You don't have to. I mean, you know, get your rocks off, I guess. You know, <laughs> why not? I mean, the man can take in an opera. Why not let him take in an opera, Andrew? Yeah, weird after a one-night stand to admit to that person that you're having dreams of Sidney Sweeney. <laughs> you know, it's best to be upfront about things like that. <laughs> you, sh- you have a type. But yeah. weird that she stayed in that bed that long. Don't you think? Yes. He started as saying, soon as he said, that I didn't have a dream. I had a vision of my death. I'd be like, that's awesome. Anyway, you have my number. Anyway, you know what? <laughs> I just remembered I work for the NSA and I yeah. got to get up hella early tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. I think I left the oven on. You know, top secret secrets don't keep themselves secret <laughs> without me. So I should be going. I'll, you know what? I'll call myself a cab. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. She stayed in that bed and put up with that with no worry whatsoever for a long time also i'm pretty sure ezekiel sims spider is the one that creates peter parker because in his vision where he dies the first thing he says is where is my spider (laughs) and he's looking at a big glass box and it's not there yeah and it's just not there all right well uh let's wrap this up because i suddenly really want a pepsi yep all right should we move on to the reading assignment sir let's now chris you've heard of batman catwoman and robin but what if you could have the powers of all three because animal man can borrow the powers of any animal batman's ability to all right he doesn't have any bat powers but you could have catwoman's powers Oh, but I don't think she actually has any cat powers either. But at least he has Robin's ability to get murdered with a crowbar. Chris, today we're talking about Animal Man by Grant Morrison. Yeah. What did you uh, what did you think of this, sir? Well, I'll start by saying full disclosure. I thought Animal Man was the creeper, which is a character that I know nothing about. Both of them I know nothing about. And I just mixed up the names and I was like, oh, well, I'm going to read a whole story about this weird psychopath. And it wasn't. So. I'll say Grant Morrison, who, by the way, Mm -hmm. is about to make this review a lot harder for you, uses they them pronouns. Oh, really? Yeah. As of two years ago. Oh, okay. All right. Morrison has said in interviews recently, they them really needs to like make more of a point to put that out there. Hang on. Hang on. Using it. Uh, Listen to what I'm about to say. Okay. Morrison has said in an interview uh, two years ago that. They said a whole bunch of stuff about like the word non-binary and how it didn't really fit with them, but maybe sure, it does sure, sure. if it helps other people view the way. But they were like, you know, I've dressed in drag and I've always felt like sort of fluid and all of that. So if that's the word people want to use, they can use that. Right. I personally prefer they them, but I also don't care if anyone calls me he him. Cool. So if you slip up. But also no one could no one could understand that because they all went. I don't. I can't make it through the Scottish thing. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because Grant Morrison is from Scotland. All right, so Grant Morrison, for for people who don't know, wrote Doom Patrol, All-Star Superman, which makes a lot more sense uh, after reading (laughs) this. It's very similar. I was shocked that this comic was written in the 80s because it is very far ahead of its time. Yes, it is. It's funny because I cracked it and I saw the art and I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to like this. It's an older comic. I, I tend to not 
connect to those very much because there's a lot of dialogue. There's a lot of exposition. Every issue has to summarize everything that's happened up until that point. Yeah. Yeah. But I really liked this. This is really good. It's It's a page turner. There is something that happens. I won't spoil it. But at some point he's fighting a, a, a big rat man. And something happens at the end of that issue. And I was like, fuck, how are we going to figure out this? This is a huge turning point. And then the way they solve that thing in the next issue, I went, oh, that's genius. And I never would have thought of it. Yeah, this is a type of writing that it's not that we don't see it anymore, but the really good ones do it really well. And it's and and yeah, we don't you don't see it often. Let me put it that way. I think it's the same reason we like Tom King a lot is that these are the type of writers that know how to play the long game. Mm-hmm. They'll put two panels of something in an issue kind of random. And you're like, what was that about? Mm-hmm. They don't mention it like, or there's a one off issue. There's like a singular issue that is standalone. And you're like, I thought you were building an arc of some kind. Yeah. And then there's this like weird one off issue. What's that about? And then, in the, whatever the next arc is, it pays off down the line. Yeah. And he is like, he's one of these writers, especially with this run. You can see he has laid out for himself. I'm starting here. And in like, whatever, let's say a hundred issues. I don't, I don't know what it is actually, but like, yeah, but like if it's a hundred issues, literally he's going to be like by issue 100, we end right at this point. Yeah. And then I'm done. Yeah. And I leave like, that's it. And I, I did it. Like, I wrote my story. <laughs> I did it. I wrote my, my Epic, my yeah. Odyssey, my Iliad is over. If you want the character, great. You can do whatever you want with this now. Clean it up this mess that I I'm going to leave it a mess in here. But you go ahead and use whatever whatever I leave behind. It's all yours. I've left my dolls on the floor. I'm done playing with them. (laughs) Yeah. And you can feel free to use whatever you need. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And and he just like leaves. And this is what I mean. Like, you know, Alan Moore would do this. I might. If you like this saga of swamp thing maybe like a first oh yeah that might be good too but like tom king does this like his run of batman recently Mm -hmm. did this where it's just like we'll put little details in you'll forget them or you think you got the most out of them and then in the next storyline two storylines down the line this comes back into play again yeah we were building a whole story a whole arc an epic right here and that's why i think it feels ahead of its time because you're right you feel like this flows more fluid than a comic in this era should, right? They're talking about crisis on infinity earths, right? And his involvement in that. And then you read this and you're like, this flows so much better than that does. Yeah. You know? Yes. It's kind of, it's really interesting. Really interesting. The only very small issue I have, and I'm hesitant to even call it an issue, is that Animal Man's powers are a little convoluted. So like, he can also take the powers of humans, Yes. So I'm like, then why are you Animal Man? Like, just take Superman's powers for 30 minutes. Right. But I think the idea is that at first he doesn't he didn't realize that that counts. Do you know what I mean? Like he had to. Sure. He had to come. He had to come to the realization. And this is what I mean. It's I also like the idea of when a writer and this is something that D.C did really well especially kind of back through even this is kind of like what launched the idea of the silver age to through the 80s especially is that they really like used actual science 
like real science. And so Grant Morrison is thinking this through and he's going, all right, let's take this to the next logical step. He's animal man. Technically, humans are animals. So technically, wouldn't he be able to take that on, too? And it's like, but then you also give the character that realization of like, oh, I never I just never bothered to think that way before. But once you change your your mode of thinking, this unlocks the ability to do anything you want. You know, yeah. I mean, the hard part is that he has that realization in like the second issue. Yeah. And I'm like, so just just do just rebrand and be like copycat. Well, did man. He, wait, when did he come to that realization? Which when he beats Buana. He takes Bawana's, he borrows Bawana's thing? Yeah, because he, he fuses white blood cells because Bawana's power is that he can fuse animals together. Oh, see, I thought he, what he was doing is essentially th- taking on the powers of white blood cells to fuse. Because can't they also fuse together? Uh, Maybe, but he wouldn't be taking that power then. Oh, no, you're right. I know what you're saying. You're right. I'm pretty sure he took Buana's powers. No, no, no. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You're right. To you're right. to do that in his white blood cells. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Even that detail, I will say, is like again, like the science. It's of really like, smart. I like it. How I'm gonna how I'm gonna save this guy is like through a thing that you could I mean, I don't know if you can technically do it, but like there's some sort of scientific and medical basis to it. Like it's not just like I'm gonna touch him and then it's gonna <laughs> And then womp, 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 and he's better. Yeah, no, I really, and there's even a part, I won't give it away, but there's a part where he has been trapped in a room where there are no animals for 50 miles or whatever, and there's nothing that they, you know, it's concrete forever. Right. And uh, they're like, what are we going to do? And he um, uses the powers of an amoeba. Right. That is just like bacteria that's on his skin. Right. Genius. And that's what I mean. He takes, Morrison takes this and really like... He's a smart writer, which I know is ridiculous to say about Grant Morrison, mm-hmm. but like he is, he takes this thing to the X level. Well, and frankly, there are writers who are good writers and not necessarily smart writers. You know, this is, right. uh, this is an intelligent story. Right. And I, yeah. And, and I like, I love it when they go like, Hey, yeah. Did you know in science this happens? And so we can actually technically do this. Yeah. And then you take this into a whole different direction. Yeah. And frankly, the powers aren't that important. No. Like what makes this such a good comic is that the story supersedes the powers of the hero. Yeah. 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 I love the story about an average superhero, too. Yeah. I think that we always get, oh, everybody loves Green Lantern. Everybody loves Green Arrow. Everybody loves <laughs> Superman. Like they're the best. Or, you know, even the B-list characters get like. Yeah. Oh, they're fantastic and everybody knows who they are and they get the best stuff and everything like that. Yeah. And they'll have a run in the Justice League for a little while. The B-list yeah, yeah, ones. Yeah. And, but they also like they come and go in the Justice League. Like right. being in the league is just like, yeah, OK, I'm in it this time and then I don't have time. I'll do it next time. But for this guy, he's like, this is literally like my bread and butter. Like I can if I do this, I get health benefits. Yeah, I get paid. I get like interviews and sponsorship like our house gets. I love this. The thing where they're installing the security. Yeah. For free. And it's for free. And they're just like, this is a benefit we have. Yeah. And if you ever get attacked again, this is something that we do. And it's like, that's all. Also, I like that again, kind of even in the same vein of like thinking this to the nth degree. I'm like, yeah, they, they would do that. Wouldn't they? Yeah. They would have some sort of like, structured to this it's not just a bunch of heroes getting together in a nice room like there's a 
there's an actual organization and like a budget and like yeah members of the justice league have had a family before yeah like, exactly there must and be a have, way to keep them they know how to do and this and like take care of it but like there's clearly a a company that they contact to design the security system and bring right. in it's not like superman shows up with a bunch of tools with a wrench and put yeah. It <laughs> yeah it's like no these two schmucks over here yeah. these guys come in and they're just like workmen who are just like yeah we do this all the time yeah yeah you should see yeah well <laughs> like, and going back to something you sort of touched on what makes a good superhero story and frankly, what makes a good story is uh, the struggle of a hero. Right. Right. And one of the biggest struggles that Animal Man is facing is just recognition. Right. <laughs> just like he just wants to be noticed. He just yes. wants attention. He yeah. feels that he's meant for more than what he has. Right. And his um, his uh, at some point, his. I, I I'll say it's a spoiler, but it even it doesn't even happen in this because it happens in like another mini series that happened in the DC universe at the time. But like his powers go on the fritz, where like he can't you know it's the it, it's like he tries to absorb one animal and then it something else comes out. Yeah, and he's like I don't know what to do, and that would be a crisis for any hero. But you know he goes into it of like, well crap, I can't make a living. Like, this is, this is my job. We just, and I just started at this company and this is a, this was a big promotion for me that I took a big risk going into this company and now my boss is going to come over and see, and I got to tell my boss that the job they hired me for, I can't do, I'm going to get fired. Yeah. This was a big deal. And they don't, it's not like they're going to hire me back if I'm barely noticeable already. You know what I mean? Like the the, the weight of that and I'm letting them down, but it'd be, you know, Again, if Green Lantern's ring goes on the fritz, he's like, oh, no, I'm going to let my friends down. But there's not like a again, there's not a practical risk to this. Whereas, you know, Hal Jordan will be fine. Well, and also he his power is his his power is extraordinary enough that it is obviously worth taking the time and energy of the Justice League to figure out what the problem is. Superman's power is the same, right? But right. this guy, you know, is some guy. He can weave webs. Right. He can he can fly if he looks at a bird. Yeah, he can jump really far if he thinks about a flea, you know? Also, there's another, you know, Vixie comes in in this at one point and she even says like we have very similar powers. Yeah. And so he's also aware of like I'm not that special. Right. I'm not the mightiest of mortals, so that's one. But also, my powers, like, they're cool, but they're not the greatest things in the world. But also, has she been on the Justice else League? With mine. She, uh, I don't, I'm trying to think at this time. Yeah. If she was on the, she is on the Justice League at another point. Uh, but I don't think, it, I don't think at this point. But basically, like, the idea of, like, I'm replaceable. Yeah. Like, if mine isn't working, they're going to get rid of me. They'll get her. If they feel the need to fill that gap, they'll just get her. Yeah. You know, yeah, I like is, that. This is really good. I really yeah. liked it. Um, you told me to read as much as I could. It was like 370 pages. And I was like, yeah, I'll read maybe 100 pages. And when I the first time I checked my watch, I was at like 200 pages. Yeah. The flow. It's funny. It flows really well. It is denser. Yeah. So I'm not saying like sometimes we'll read something and we're like the flow is is really fast on this. You can read it like in an hour. It's not one of those. It just flows really well because the writing's really good. It's going to take you a little time to get through this for sure. Because, yeah, I remember reading it. I was like, I felt like I was flying through it. 
And then I looked in and I was like, I've done 50 pages. Right. And I'm like, oh, it's funny because I did the opposite. I was flowing through it. I was flying through it. And I was like, wow, this is great. And then I checked my watch and it had been like three hours. And I was like, oh, yeah. But that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like in 20 minutes. I was normally in like 20 minutes. I'm like, right. Oh, I'm almost done with this already. And I was like, oh, I must be halfway through already. And then I looked, it was like 50 pages. I was like, oh, shit, this is going to take me a lot longer than I thought. But it's a really enjoyable read. To the point that, like, this was book one. I might go on to book two. And, Did Morrison uh, write book two? Yes. All right. Yeah. And actually, I was, I didn't realize that the thing I really wanted you to get to is in book two. Ah, boo. Yeah. I didn't realize Maybe that'll that. be another reading assignment. Oh, I might. You know what? Maybe I'll wait. Maybe I'll make it next, my next reading assignment. We'll just yeah, continue yeah, yeah. on. All right. I might do that, actually. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you got for me, sir? Uh, I have a very special reading assignment for you. Okay. Because it's not mine. Oh. It is. Uh, we're going to have a, a special guest co-host <gasps> in two weeks. Okay. And I reached out to this person and asked her, because uh, I she had a, a topic that she wants to talk about that we're going to be talking yes. about in a couple of weeks. And I brought up, I was like, so here's the deal. You can just do that topic if you want, and we'll do a reading assignment. Because we normally do a topic and a reading assignment. Right, right. Or I can, you know, you can stay for the reading assignment and I will, you know, I'll send it to you. I'll, I'll tell you what the reading assignment is, give you two weeks to read it. Or if you can get me a reading assignment before I record the next episode, I will assign that as the reading assignment. Whoa, and God. I know. And she went through a whole bunch of questions. Does it have to be related to the Marvels? Can it be anything? She first gave us a novel and I was like, well, okay. <laughs> I, I'm not going to be able to read a whole novel in two weeks. So right. let's find something else. And what she eventually landed on is a, the first three issues. And I believe the only three issues okay. of a comic run called storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants. Oh, okay. And I just want to say as well, as a little spoiler for uh, our episode in two weeks, this person is also the voice of Storm in a Marvel property. Oh, shit. Okay. So be prepared. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Yeah. I'm so, uh, so yeah, that's your reading assignment. Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants, the first three issues. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Awesome. I'm excited about that. All right. Oh, um, hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. What? Where can they find us? Well, they can find us anywhere but in uh, a cinema showing Madam Web. But you can also find us in uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Mate, is Google Podcasts still going? I don't know if Who they're still gives going. gives a I'm shit? Not sure. It might be closed down. We might be on YouTube Pod. YouTube Music. I, it YouTube doesn't matter. Pod? YouTube Pod. <laughs> That's what they should call it. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. You can find us on X. By the way, fun fact. Don't call it that ever again. Hang on. I got an email Uh from uh, X Business is the name of it. This is a real real email I got from from X's business branch. Stop doing this. Let me hang on. Let me find the email. Stop calling it that. It's loading. It's loading right now. Hang on. It's loading an email? Yeah, hang on, hang on. Hang on, it's loading. It's still loading. You can't find it, you motherfucker. I know what you're doing right now. It's loading, hang on. All right, it's from X Business. Uh Uh-huh. And the subject line says, an update from X. (laughs) 
Their logo Which sounds like anonymous, but okay. Their logo is embedded in the email. It's a big X. Uh-huh. And it starts uh-huh. with hello at X. We're constantly looking for ways to better serve our customers. This involves teams grow. We're here to ensure you that a company is getting the most out of your investments on X, which sounds like they're telling me I should do ecstasy. But yep. all it's X is throughout the whole thing, right? Email address that the uh, email came from info at twitter.com. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. So, yeah, you can find us on Twitter. Thank you. <laughs> Our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. Putting out videos there pretty frequently. So, go over there and check that out. There may be one with more of my thoughts and jokes that I've written specifically for the video on Madam Web. Uh, so, check that out. We're also on TikTok sometimes. We, not lately, but you can find us there. But whatever. Uh, our handle there is at the Media Lunch Break. We have merch on Teespring. You can find that link on Twitter. It's the very top pinned tweet, so you can head over there uh, to check that out. You can also find us on Patreon, where uh, that's patreon.com slash the Media Lunch Break. We lost a patron, so if you would like to slip on in there and fill that Ooh, void, please uh, do. Yeah. Uh, fill the void on Patreon and fill the void in my heart. That again is patreon.com slash the Media Lunch Break. You can send us an email at the Media Lunch Break at gmail.com or visit our website, which is www. I can never say that now. www. I gotta start doing tongue twisters to warm up. www.www.www.themedialunchbreak.com. Christ. Give us a rating and reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. Wait, just to be clear, is it www.themedialunchbreak.com? Christ? No. Christ? <laughs> Slash Christ. Slash Christ. Maybe I should add a subdomain. We have to I'll, buy I'll that put now. A little, yeah, no, I'll put no. a little Easter egg there, maybe. Okay. That'll be its own page. Great. You can give us a rating and reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. And special thank you to Julie. Thanks, who just Julie. sent me a text. Right now? Yeah. What's it say? It says, I was unprepared. Where's the dopamine? I think it's in response to a video that she also sent me, but I haven't. I just watched the video. It's about Madam Web. It's heartbreaking. No. um, Oh, my God. It's it. Oh, it's a it's a video of somebody, two different people putting together what appears to be like a 5000 piece puzzle and they get to one piece left and one of them knocks all of the puzzle they've completed onto the floor. Before they can put the last piece in. Why would they do that? On purpose? Yes, it looks like it. That's great, actually. Wow. I like that person. Jesus. I that, person that person is probably Cassie friend. Webb. That person, that person was trying to describe what it felt like to watch Madam Webb. <laughs> <laughs> Their visual representation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Julie, both for the patron thing, but also the video thing. Didn't <laughs> send it to me, but that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Like Andrew said. No, go ahead. You want to say something? Go ahead. No, I was doing it at the same time as you. Oh, that was good. Uh, like Andrew said, uh, you can leave a rating and a review, and then you can leave it right in app, and it really does help people find us every time you leave a rating. That's how people find us. So leave a rating. Like I said, damn it, um, you can leave a five-star rating. You can leave any sort of review you want in there. This week, if you leave a five-star rating, you're, if you could, you know what? Uh, let's do this. Okay. If you create, could also create a visual representation for what it felt like to watch Madam Web, put that in the review right there. Just just a middle finger. <laughs> yeah, as gra- graphic and visual as possible. This week we've done Madam Web. Next week is going to be the best damn day of the week. It's going to be the Tuesday news day, followed by a very special episode of the Media Lunch Break. And then uh, also 
storm and the what is it storm brotherhood of mutants brotherhood of mutants that's it brotherhood of mutants that being said if you're out there and you're like hey i got a reading assignment for you you should both be reading this. Send it over to us. That's what we're going to be doing in two weeks, after all. If you're a creator and you made a comic, you created a pilot, you shot a film, anything like that, and you're like, hey, can you put some eyes on this? Can you put some ears on this? Can you send people towards it and talk about it on a microphone and then put that whatever came into that microphone out onto the internet? Yeah, we can. Send it over to us. Uh, if you're just like, listen, I have a subject idea for you. I have a reading assignment for you. Send it over. Other than that, that's pretty much it. There it is. Look at that. There wasn't a thing, and now there's a thing. There's a thing. We made a thing. And that's how easy it is right there. That's how easy it is. You look more distracted than you I'm were sorry. when you were clipping your nails. What's going on? Are you watching that video? No, I watched it. I responded to the message, and then I backed out. And I saw, do you know who Maria Bamford is? Yes. One of my favorite stand-up comedians. Yes. She had a post on Instagram. And I just. Is she dead? Please I, don't tell me she's no, dead. No, she's not dead. She had okay. a post on Instagram that I just, I wasn't even reading. Oh, no. I just, is she canceled? Please don't tell me she's canceled. Would you canceled. please? This episode okay. is already so goddamn long. Yeah. I just caught a glimpse of like one word and then I read the entire thing. She's releasing a graphic novel. Oh, I think I knew this. Did I know this? I'm, I may I didn't know have known that. This. And you can pre-order it now. So I was just open. I opened the place to pre-order it and I read the description and that's what, and see the cover. And that's what and I was like. I have to get this. Is it, it's, uh, is it about her mom? No, it's oh, about okay. how she met her partner. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, I don't know. Boyfriend, husband, whatever. And okay. about their dogs. It's right. her partner's a painter. And so he drew all the art in it and it says here it is told by the rescue dogs they've adopted. Cool. I like this already. All right. Uh, I smell a reading assignment. Yeah, anyway. it might be. Uh, there it is, folks. There it is. Look at that. You heard we did uh, it. You heard what, what we were just talking about? That's how easy it is to make a thing. Let's just put it that way. Okay. So go out and make a thing. Other than that. Unless you're going to make Madam Web. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't, don't make that thing. They made that thing. It did work. Oh man, I'm tired, and I still have. Wow. A, I have to do things still. I have to yeah, go me too. now. I have to go now, Andrew. I I came here. I performed my court appointed podcast, and now I have to go to the bathroom. No, to die. What's so goddamn important? <laughs> That's what you said to me when I was clipping my nails. You remember that? That was pretty good. I I like that. That was fun. <laughs> That was a lot of fun. I had fun with that. I think I just made the dogs next door start barking. That's awesome. That's amazing. Well. All right. That feels good. No. That feels good. No? You don't like that? You don't like the dogs barking as the end? Okay.